Welcome to Engaging Spurgeon. It's Joel Littlefield here. Really glad you're with me this morning, whatever you are doing, heading to work and starting your day. Uh, glad to be a part of it. Uh, this is the morning and evening edition of our show, and we are happy to be giving this not only to our patrons, but it's Wednesday, so this episode, you are listening to this on one of your uh, favorite podcast platforms, and so because you are, I'd appreciate if you would just go ahead and subscribe to the show, maybe jump over to patreon.com and find Engaging Spurgeon there. That way you're not just getting these on Wednesdays, but you can have these five days a week, and we really would love to uh, benefit you, bless you in that way. Um, Also, while you're at it, go ahead and leave a review for us. Josh and I would greatly, greatly appreciate that. All right, without further ado, uh, enjoy today's episode, which is an evening reading from Charles Spurgeon's Morning and Evening Devotional. She was healed immediately. Luke chapter 8, verse 47. One of the most touching of the Savior's miracles is before us. The woman was very ignorant. She imagined that virtue came out of Christ by a law of necessity, without his knowledge or direct will. Moreover, she was a stranger to the generosity of Jesus' character, or she would not have gone behind to steal the cure which he was so ready to bestow. Misery should always place itself right in the face of mercy. Had she known the love of Jesus' heart, she would have said, I have but to put myself where he can see me. His omniscience will teach him of my case, and his love at once will work my cure. We admire her faith, but we marvel at her ignorance. After she had obtained the cure, she rejoiced with trembling. Glad was she that the divine virtue had wrought a marvel in her. But she feared lest Christ should react or retract the blessing, and put a negative upon the grant of his grace. Little did she comprehend the fullness of his love. We have not so clear a view of him as we could wish. We know not the heights and depths of his love, but we know of a surety that he is too good to withdraw from a trembling soul the gift which it has been able to obtain. But here is the marvel of it. Little as was her knowledge, her faith, because it was real faith, saved her, and saved her at once. There was no tedious delay. Faith's miracle was instantaneous. If we have faith as a grain of mustard seed, salvation is our present and eternal possession. If in the list of the Lord's children we are written as the feeblest of the family, yet Being heirs through faith, no power, human or devilish, can eject us from salvation. If we dare not lean our heads upon his bosom with John, yet if we can venture in the press behind him and touch the hem of his garment, we are made whole. Courage, timid one. Thy faith has saved thee. Go in peace. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Now, what about you, listeners? Do you find yourself admiring this woman's faith or marveling at her ignorance? Spurgeon does not use the word ignorance as an insult here. This is actually the reality of life in this temporal world. 
we lack faith in God and in what he can do with desperately broken and needy people. Have you ever been in a situation in which, knowing your need, you hesitated just to ask him and to ask in faith directly to him, boldly, knowing he is a merciful savior and provider? And similar to this woman, you you hide behind the pressing crowd, wondering if Christ would even want to see you and help you. Have you ever been there? Spurgeon's words are a good reminder for us to remember who our faith is in exactly and how powerful and effective he really is to make sinners into saints. Rejoice today in your salvation. You have reached out to Christ in faith, but it was his power that healed your crippling disease of sin. Do not be timid today. Remember these words from Scripture. Being justified by faith, you have peace with God. Go in peace. Until next time, meditate on these things. Hide them in your heart. Give glory to the King.